All right, guys, welcome to the show. I have a great guest here for you today. Uh, if you have not gone to Twitter and started following us there, please check us out at SideQuest FM. Also, check us out on Instagram at SideQuest FM as well. We're also on Facebook. You can find us there by searching SideQuest Podcast. Like us, share us with your friends. And please, 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 if you love the show, if you are enjoying the trainers that you're, you're hearing from and the things that you're listening to, please go to iTunes, leave us a review, help us move up the ranks so that more people can hear about SideQuest Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Fitocracy. Uh, I have a great guest here today. His name is Joseph Brigley. I pronounced that correct, right? Yep, that's my name. Awesome. Yep. Uh, of BrigLeague.com. Uh, he is right. an online fitness coach. He is working um, and doing some online things with Fitocracy. He's also getting new to the blogging sphere. And uh, right now, I believe he is trying to get a master's. Um, so he's juggling a lot of things uh, at, at one time. Um, but I, I enjoy talking to new trainers. Um, most of you who have listened know that I am getting into that world myself. But it's, it's always good to hear from, from new people in the business uh, and to hear about what they're doing and challenges they face. So, Joseph, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Do you mind if I call you Joe or is that one of those, like, I hate when people no, no, call no. me that? No, no, no. Everyone calls me Joe, so that's perfectly fine. Okay. Awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit of, about yourself. Uh, where are you from? How you got into the world of fitness? Um, just a little bit about who Joe Brigley is. Sure. Um, so right now, like you said, I am pursuing a master's in exercise science and I've been working out probably now for 10, 12 years now. And like I said on Fitocracy, it kind of started as a big mistake. Um, my dad came home with a weight set one day and you know, just like anybody else, I was reading a couple different magazines, loaded up the bar, and was able to hoist this bar, and it just fell completely flat on me. So my parents had to come down, they had to help me out, and uh, started there. It's gotten much better since then. Um, I've been uh, personal training now for the past three or four years in person. I'm um, just this online com, and that's growing. Uh, right outside New York City, about 10, 15 minutes from there. Um, New, York, New York seems to be kind of the mecca of like personal trainers, at least in, in what I, I have seen. Uh, maybe I left too soon. <laughs> I, I think there's just a lot going on in the city in general, so it doesn't really matter that it's just fitness-related, but there's definitely a ton of gyms, a lot of good trainers that are going on out there, um, and it's just becoming more and more popular and more yeah. respected. So where are you outside of New York City? Uh, in a small town called uh, Anglewood. Okay. Is it kind of yeah. like the one so, one of my guests uh, is from where they actually drive tractors to, like, school day? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's pretty much just, like, a subset of New York City. Okay. Anything that's going on in the city, within that five, ten mile radius outside of it, the same stuff's going on over here. Okay. So what what uh, grad school are you in? 
Uh, right now, I am getting a master's in exercise science at Montclair State. Um, and about three years ago, yeah, three years now, geez, uh, I graduated from Sacred Heart, which is in Fairfield, Connecticut, yeah. about an hour and a half up the road from here, okay. with a bachelor's in exercise science. So, what has been your greatest challenge in, in grad school? <sighs> juggling everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> juggling everything right now. Um, the exercise component's not too bad, but the concepts definitely get more and more difficult. You start dealing with and learning about people who have arthritis and diabetes and, and how you can incorporate health and fitness into their lifestyle and, and improve upon everything that they do on a daily basis. Um, so probably not so much what healthy people are doing, but how to make people who are struggling to get healthy and what they what their struggles are really. Okay. Um, I had noticed on one of your testimonials on your website that you had, had um, worked with a woman who had cystic fibrosis. Um, yes. And I guess it stuck out to me because I'm just getting into like the A certification book. I'm like, oh man, there's so like there's so much for just like normal people. And it stuck out because I was like, oh my God, like I I didn't think about or haven't thought about what would I do if someone came to me you know, with a, with a health issue already that makes it harder for them, um, you know, to exercise. Uh, yeah. So kind of a, a, a segue from my last question into this. Um, what was the first challenge that a client brought to you that made you hit the books and learn as much as possible um, to help them achieve their goals? Honestly, it was probably that testimonial that you're reading about this woman with cystic fibrosis. At that same time, I was dealt a client who has diabetes. Um, and so this person was having issues with their, their legs. Um, basically their foot kind of drags behind them. Okay. Um, and that's called the drop foot. Um, and this woman with cystic fibrosis. And when you're in a commercial fitness facility, it's not just everyone's healthy or everyone's just trying to lose weight. Right. From my experience, it's everyone gets dealt somebody who's has some sort of major injury where, where maybe, maybe they had a hip replacement or it was a, a knee injury. A lot of people have lower back pain. And you've got to be able to figure out how to help these people and still make it manageable and fun for them. Okay. Because that's what they want. Right, right. They're of course. still people regardless of their condition. Right. And I think for for most people that are out there and, and, and listen to the podcast and are fairly healthy, you know, you get that you get injured and it's it's always hard to come back. And so many people just give up. Um, but to see people who I, I, I'm not going to lie. ESPN, you guys, every morning they put on one of those, like, my wish things or, or one of those, like, crazy stories where someone, like, overcame odds. I cry a little. I can't help it. It's got to be the music, but something about it. Something it's, about it just 
it, it makes me feel like you know what? I have no excuse. It's very empowering. To, it's it's definitely empowering to see those people come back from whatever obstacle that's been put in front of them and be be able to work out. I saw a guy at the gym the other day who was an amputee, both legs um, were replaced, and he came in on crutches, didn't matter, and he was still on his bench press working out. So props for that. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it is, it's moving. I, I have to say that. And it, it sometimes it, it kind of hammers home to me again the point that, man, you got no excuse. You, you've got full full capabilities of your body and you know just because you don't feel like it that that guy or that girl they they've been through a lot worse so <laughs> no excuses <Yeah. laughs> um so kind of going off of that i know i'm hitting you i'm gonna get you some fun ones here in a second um okay but uh what is your training philosophy uh it's pretty flexible um <laughs> To be honest, it's whatever somebody is going to be willing to do, really. Um, I've got I've worked with people who want to work with weights five days a week, and I work with people who find it difficult to get to the gym twice a week. And so it's a matter of what is going to make that person who's coming in twice a week stick to coming in twice a week. What's fun for them? What's going to what's what's doable for them to fit into their lifestyle so that they can keep progressing to get where they want to be, whatever that might be. And the same thing goes for the person who wants to work out five times a week. How do you make it work where they're not doing too much but still getting results? Okay. So I had this thought. I had this question, and I wrote it down, and then I kind of sure. erased it. But now that you kind of went back on it, because um, you wrote an article about how to make fitness fun, and I know for a sure. lot of people, lifting weights not fun. You hate running. I personally, I will sprint, but if you ask me to run like nonstop for like half an hour, my brain is like, no, I need, I need to move. I need stimulation. I'm like a cat. Um, is too short. So how do you make fitness fun? How does how does how do you Joseph make fitness fun for someone who's not necessarily too excited about it? Great question. So when you get when you start working with somebody, there there's a lot of you start to get you start to get a feel for personal likes and dislikes, what they're comfortable with. You can kind of get a feel for whether they're looking around, is everybody else watching me right now, or do I feel comfortable with this? So in the instance of somebody not necessarily being so comfortable with the weights or being in a gym atmosphere, it's not doing things necessarily that's going to make them feel uncomfortable. Um, maybe if you're dealing with a little bit of a knee issue and giving them something like a kettlebell in their hands is going to make them feel much more confident about being in the gym. They'll feel like they fit in. and um, So it's a lot of are going to make these people feel comfortable and start to enjoy it that way. They want to come back. All right. I have a fun question for you here. <laughs> um, before you die, you sure, have the sure, choice sure. of working out with The Rock or Arnold. 
Which one do you choose? Arnold now or Arnold in his prime? Oh, man. Uh, prime? Okay, prime. Uh, I think you got to go with Arnold in his prime. Yeah. For me, that's how it is. I mean, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is his physique, what he's done to it over the years is just incredible, but Arnold's the pinnacle. He's the one who started this whole physique-obsessed focus for people, Um, and he won it so many years consecutively that it's just, he's the man. Yeah. I, I knew when I was writing that question. Definitely like, on this is, this is kind of a dumb one to ask, but meh, might as well. Um, so I enjoyed the uh, the little header that you have on the, the uh, homepage of your site where it says, uh, thank you for coming, even if you misspelled Brangelina. Has anyone actually come to your site by misspelling Brangelina? <laughs> uh, not that I'm aware of. I haven't gotten any comments or emails about that, but I felt like it's such a... a new word. It's just something I completely made up on the, uh, after thinking about what I wanted to name my company that it's a long word, there's a lot of syllables, there's a lot of letters in it, that Brangelina just kind of fell into that same category of <laughs> confusion. <laughs> okay. I did, I, I'm not going to lie. I chuckled for probably about five minutes at that, just imagining someone like typing in Brangelina and totally misspelling. I'm sure if you like typed in Brigley, Brangelina, like under the Google search bar would probably come <laughs> up as well. Um, so what is one non-fitness goal or dream that you want to tackle someday? It's a good question. Um, I guess I'm doing it right now where it was starting a business. Okay. For me, it's always been my mentality is I like it done a certain way and I believe in what I can do. And owning a business allows you to be a businessman. It allows you to be a writer as a blogger. It allows you to be on camera. It allows you to work with fitness. Um, so probably just running a business and then maybe branching off into different areas of business from there. Okay. Um, so who now, and this can be in, in, in the fitness world, this can be in the business world as you have started your own business or whatever, but who inspires Joseph Brigley? There's a guy who actually runs a great strength and conditioning facility for athletes. It's a it's a big athletic gym, probably about a half hour from here. And when I was in high school, seven, eight years ago, this guy was just kind of getting fresh and there was a lot of hype around what he was doing and it just started to spread throughout uh, the area. His name's Joe DeFranco. Yeah. And he has just massively, massively blown up into this huge success in as a business, in what he does for training for athletes. Um, so he was probably the biggest inspiration over the past handful of years. Any pro- so he's probably the biggest influence thus far. Okay. Um, what is now there's a lot of reasons that I started this podcast. 
Uh, and I, one of them is I want to talk to trainers and I want everyone to realize that, yes, they may lift and they may coach, but we're all normal people. Everyone has their faults right. and everyone has struggles. Um, and everyone has great stories. Uh, so what, what is your biggest struggle in your everyday life? <laughs> Going to bed early <laughs> enough and not hitting the snooze button in the morning. <laughs> I am notorious for staying up late, and then when the alarm comes on in the morning, I hit the snooze button like three or four times before I actually have to get up. So I, I make sure that I give myself at least a half hour because I know I'm just going to like keep keep tapping the snooze button. <laughs> Getting enough sleep. I, I I can attest to that. That's I leave my phone like out in the living room, so I have to get up to turn it off. Um, so I'm like, damn it, I'm already up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My phone's my alarm, so that's probably <laughs> not good. But that's my biggest struggle. Um, so you were you were a big uh, a sports guy. You you wrestled in high school and you swam, um, according to to your blog. Um, I did not wrestle. I did you not, not wrestle. I should. I, I should have wrestled. Oh, um, I, what I was trying to convey. No, no. Um, I played football for a little bit, and I swam in high school. Um, I don't know anything about wrestling uh, from the high school or collegiate point, but for as much as I was doing, I, I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> what position did you play in football? Uh. I played linebacker for a little bit, and I played quarterback for a little bit, and then I played my freshman year of college, and they moved me to uh, safety on defense. So. Okay. Well, what sport did you always want to play, but you never got the chance? Basketball, because I'm <laughs> terrible at basketball. Uh, if I was better at basketball, let me put it to you this way. I get picked last still for basketball. <laughs> Awful I don't upsetting. know why the coordination is just not there, but it's. I wouldn't pick me for my own basketball team. <laughs> okay, for your own basketball team. So yeah. <laughs> Joseph, you get picked first. Uh, I don't want to pick me. Um, I'm not. Yeah, don't. <laughs> so, one of your articles that I really enjoyed, um, and I and I want to bring it up real quick before I I. Sure. Uh, um, or what I took from it. It was alleviating exercise anxiety. Can you sure. talk a little bit about um, you know doing small things, putting yourself first and starting small, um, and kind of building habits. Um, and I think building habits is something that everyone struggles with, um, no matter what. Um, so what what habit was the hardest for you to create? Um, nutrition, definitely. Um, exercise just kind of clicked for me, and maybe it was because I had started right before high school going into it for football, and then keeping going with that throughout high school because of the sports. Exercise has always been kind of something that just clicked with me, uh, but nutrition-wise, I've only gotten it down pat with, and not even down pat, but within the last six months where I can say I'm happy with the progress I'm making and I'm able to continuously repeat those efforts. 
it's not an easy thing to get some of these things down. Okay. What has been your biggest struggle in, in, in nutrition? Like, is there, is there a certain food group or a certain item that you just really loved and it's been hard for you to, 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 you know, I don't want to say Making, take it out of your life, but slim down. Sure. No, uh, I definitely, yeah, I understand. Um, cutting out different things. Uh, I just posted something on Fitocracy the other day about, you know, be just if you're having uh, a protein bar, be mindful of what might be in it because I just recently cut these out and I was having two protein bars a day, right? 20 grams each, which is pretty good, but it also had like 40 grams of sugar. So you start to look at these things, and it adds up. Um, but for me, it was really making the time to cook, buying the food, um, and having the the right kinds, or or even just enough. Okay. All right. I got a couple couple more fun ones here, and then we'll uh, um, you know wind down the, the podcast a little bit. Uh, the doctor, you go to the doctor, Joe, and the doctor says, Joe, no more weights. Either you have to choose running or jazzercise. What do you choose? The hell of a question. Um, <laughs> does it have to be long distance running? <laughs> Uh, that's what I would ask the doctor. Um, you know what? Maybe jazzercise because that could probably be fun. I really don't like long distance <laughs> running. That is, it's, um, maybe jazzercise. I'm sure there's people in the class. You can kind of mingle with them and yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least there's an end in sight. With running, you're just kind of like, <laughs> I, I agree. It's, it's a, Tunnel, you're just running in, in your mind. I, I, I like to have my mind active and, and constantly pushing to something. I need to be engaged, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's say you're you're reincarnated as a rock and roll star. What would the name of your band be? I really like 80s rock. So let's try to make a play on words with that. Maybe like uh, Joe Halen. Joe okay. Like Van Halen. <laughs> Uh, Joe Hallen, yeah. Let's go with that. Joe Hallen, all right. Sure. <laughs> um, so just a couple more here. Um, but you, you're you in school and you're learning and, and you're new to the business. And, sure, sure, and I know sure. for a lot of people that are new, this is the great thing about the Internet is there is a lot of knowledge. And, and I have delved in um, okay. to it myself and to learn as much as I can because – I know that once I get certified as a trainer and get out there and get working, I'm going to be years and years behind other people that have already been there. Um, but w the Internet, there's a lot of misinformation and ridiculous things. Um, so what do you think is one thing that most people, the one thing that most people are most uninformed about when it comes to exercise, fitness, or nutrition? Trying to work, I guess this follows suit with this whole spot reduction discussion that's been online um, and what people think about it, but working a particular muscle group, let's just say your your abs, for instance, is not necessarily, it's not 
going to trim down the size of your stomach um, in order for you to the your body's going to pull weight from wherever it really wants to right so the thought that doing crunches or 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 planks or anything like that that's going to slim down an area that's just not going to happen it's it's a matter of keeping track with your habits of nutrition and putting in some cardio and putting in enough weights but the same thing holds true for uh for women who are afraid to look or lift weights because they want to look or are afraid of looking uh bulky um that's really just a matter of nutrition right right and and i and i see that that's probably the one thing i see the most is how do i get or people ask me at work you know like how do i get fat off of here and i'm like you kind of just have to let your body get there like it's not it's not like you just kind of wave a magic wand and and do a couple of crunches this way and and it happens yeah um okay so so this one's a this one's a a deep one and a heavy one so at the end of your career, or or whenever you are are moving on to retire, um, what what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to leave behind um, on clients or or people that you deal with every day? What do you want them, them to be left with um, that Joseph Brigley taught them? That I've taught them that exercise nutrition being healthy is really a matter of habits it's picking something sticking to it progressing um, for some people that means you can if you're type A you can handle five or six habits at a time and making that a pattern and for some people it's just picking one but that exercise and nutrition are a habit and the more that you stick to it even if it's not going the way you want it to right now that doesn't mean it's not going to next week in three weeks just keep sticking with it because it will click um, my legacy that I was that I am hardworking and gave people the right information to make a difference in themselves. Okay. That's good. I I um I kind of got that question from a a blog post from a from a friend um and it it's it stuck with me for for a while. Um but I feel like it's something that um has motivated me to think about long-term goals myself. Um great. So, so Joseph, uh, you you do some stuff on photography. Talk a little bit about. Um, I think you have a class going on. I know you've got a new one coming. Yep. Um, what? Talk a little bit about that and, and how you approach those classes for listeners here who might be interested. And if you're going to do anything around the new year, you know what's your idea for for a, your next class might be. Right. Um, so I just started a class. It's called the Best Version of You, and we've got. A couple clients working in a group setting where everyone's around similar fitness levels. We give, I provide the exercise planning. We we follow along together. They ask me a prime example of 
how to make exercise fun, somebody was saying to me, well, this was just a little too difficult or I felt awkward doing this. It's not a problem. Even though it's still a group setting, you can still make substitutions for certain exercises to make right. people feel more comfortable. Um, so it's a five-month class, and it, for anybody who's really looking to make a drastic change, um, there's no crash dieting here. This is we're we're working on habits how to make sure you're having breakfast or what you could be having at breakfast that's going to make the difference for the long term for yourself. Um, and how to keep progressing these things, how to keep people consistent and motivated. That was another big thing that people came to me about. They felt uncomfortable with certain things or they felt like they, they came off the bandwagon and how do we make sure that they don't know? Okay. So, all right, I like that. So it's 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 a little different. Your your focus, it seems to be, is a little different than just here's your workout plan. Here's some some basic macros. You are really working on building over five months, like long term life habits. Absolutely, because otherwise it's just going to be a rebound effect. And I think there's a little bit of a tangent here, but. Everyone has gone through this at some point, myself and, and plenty of other people who've ever gone to, to exercise or to follow a diet plan, um, whether it be Atkins, there's something out there called Metafast. People come off of these things, and the moment the diet ends, they're right back into putting the weight back on. And then it's just it's even worse for, these, for some people. Because now all of that weight's back on. You lost the weight. It's a it's a, it's a nasty cycle. And so my focus is really even in in a group setting, focusing on the individual and how we can make it specific for them. Even though there's many people working together there, um, and everyone's playing off of each other. You know, there there's especially on photography. There's a lot of same-minded oriented people there. Um, yeah. It's very empowering and people really make a difference there. I, I agree. I think that's one of the reasons I fell in love uh, with photography myself um, and, and having done a, a, a photography class before. It, it, it really is. like you, you have that support and you have those moments where you're like, guys, please talk me out of like doing this or please tell me that I'm going to, you know, I'm, this is going to work. And, and it's good to have other people because I know for, for, Probably ninety percent of the people in the world, you make this change, you make this this choice, and friends don't necessarily always support you, and family sometimes question you, and it's sure. it's it's rough. Um, great. Definitely. So, Joseph, I've had a great time. Um, if people want to know more about you, where can they find you in social media uh, or where your website is? Obviously, it's not Brangelina.com. <laughs> no, definitely not Brangelina. Um, I am at Brig League. Dot com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and Twitter, uh, facebook.com backslash Brig League, same thing, uh, twitter.com backslash Brig League, and uh, if you're on photography, uh, Joseph Brigley, one word, I'm on there as well. 
All right, all right. Uh, one more question I got to ask because I always enjoy asking sure. my, my my guests this this question, and uh, and you might know it if you've listened to the show. But what is your one guilty pleasure on your workout mix that you hate to admit is on your your workout mix? There's a couple. There's a couple. <laughs> Firework uh, by Katy Perry. I know. I it no. just it's. <laughs> That was an adamant no. no. That doesn't do it for me. I have the new Taylor Swift song. What is it called? Shake It Off, Break It Off, whatever that song is. That's on my iPod now. Uh, I was foam rolling to that the other day before my workout. So what are you going to do? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, guys, I've had a great time here with Joseph. Um, please check him out again on Twitter, Facebook, and on his website, and on Photocracy. I'm sure we're going to see lots of great stuff coming from Joseph here in the future. Uh, I got to say, good luck with grad school. My wife is going through it right now, and it is it is a lot of work. It's a lot of stress, and juggling tasks is a challenge. Um, so, good luck with that, guys. Again, Thank please you. check us out on Twitter at SideQuestFM, on Instagram as well at the same SideQuestFM. Find us on Facebook, SideQuest Podcast. Like us there, share us with your friends. But most importantly, please go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. When you do that, it helps us move up the ranks, helps more people see that SideQuest podcast is happening, and lets others know, you know about the great guests that we have here. So please, please, please go out and leave a review. Again, I want to thank you, Joseph, uh, for coming on, and uh, good luck with everything. And I look forward to seeing great things from you in the future. Definitely. Uh, we'll be in touch. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you.